How's it going, everybody? It's your boy, Dylan Freddy, a.k.a. Call Sauce, back like I never left. I just wanted to sit down and have a conversation right before the show starts. Um, in this episode, we, uh, well, I say um, something that's pretty uh, controversial, and um, I really didn't think about the context of what I was saying um, regarding, you know, our artist Drake that we was talking about for our segment. So I just wanted to take the time to say I'm deeply sorry about that. Um, it's kind of inconsiderate about his religion when making a comparison. Um, once again, you know, we we don't write a script or anything. We just speak from the top of our minds. Um, so I just want to come to you guys and uh, give you guys just a heads up um, that later in the episode, um, I say something that would be deemed offensive. Um, so I just want to apologize. Um, outside of that, you guys enjoy the show. Um, and we hope to see you for the next one. Thank you. see the part yes y'all see the part yeah <laughs> y'all see the, y'all I'm, I'm i'm trying something new you know i feel like i've gotten to the point with my dreads well now i can be uh imitation eric killmonger so. i was just about <laughs> to say you look like a killmonger girl. yes go <laughs> my favorite line out of that entire movie is pie auntie <laughs> oh my yes. god yeah, that was a really so good line good. <laughs> Shout out Michael B. Jordan and his expensive ass Naruto uh, collab. But you know what time it is. Welcome to another episode of the Sauce Talks back like we never left. The only show where we can talk about elbows and not have the FBI listening on into us. Um, <laughs> let's, let's not go back to that cannibal stuff. <laughs> but you already know who it is. It's your boy, Dylan Fred, a.k.a. Cuddle Sauce. Uh, little fun fact. Um, I am super tired. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm tired. Uh, we finally got back into work after, you know, that that two-week, uh, you know, isolation or solitary confinement with uh, extra benefits. So, you know, I uh, went back to work these two days and it whipped my ass. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we just shake it back and, you know, hopefully I don't fall asleep um, on the keyboard. And yeah, we're just gonna leave it at that. So I'm gonna go ahead and pass uh pass it to Megan. Hey, what's up? It's your girl Megan. I am also very tired, but I did have some caffeine earlier. So hopefully start kicking in soon. Kind of speaking of that, my little fun fact is I don't drink coffee anymore. I just drink teas as my source of caffeine. Let's go. I actually haven't <laughs> had coffee all this year either. And um, I actually haven't had tea in a while, so 
should get back into it. But I'm ca- practically caffeineless uh, mm-hmm. since the beginning of the year. Still sticking to most of those, uh, you know, New Year's resolutions. But let's not talk about the progress of the Sephiroth one. So we'll leave that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, how close you're getting to getting pied like a fucking clown. <laughs> let's not talk about that. <laughs> All right. And finally, Mr. Ray. Oh God, Dylan! You can't. Walter said he can't hear you. Oh God! Wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, you actually can't hear me? We might be having some technical difficulties. Oh no! No, no, wait, wait. My mic is act. Oh, you know what it is? I know what it is. I know what it is. Give me a second. Give me a second. Keep going, Ray. I know what it is. <laughs> uh, I mean, since we're all already here anyway. Hey, this is Ray. I'm also tired as shit. This is the end of my second week at my new job, and I'm getting used to it, and it's exhausting. There you go. Wow, like, we're all tired. And unlike my two friends here, I got a daiquiri on my way home because I was like, fuck it, I'm off the next two days. <laughs> I, need a, I need a daiquiri. I need a daiquiri. So. Oh, and I, I fixed it. I know what the problem was. So uh, I want to say like right about an hour ago, uh, I actually had to update my uh my mic software and yeah like i forgot that every time i do that it switches so it just cuts me out and yeah wow wow so it was even my fault it was a technical difficulty <laughs> this is not using error you know so uh but y'all already know who i am i, I didn't even really have a fun fact so i was just i was just saying i'm tired we we just the tie game this is gonna we be the tie game the, the, this is gonna be a very soft spoken episode. The sauce sleeps. Yeah, the sauce sleeps. The sauce whisper. <laughs> the hate. sauce nurses a migraine. We're like, <laughs> okay, everybody, welcome to the sauce talks. We're gonna uh, go ahead and put you all to bed, especially the ones out on the East Coast, because I know it's about eleven thirty at night. <laughs> 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 but let's go. Let's go ahead and get into our first topic. Um, yeah, if you haven't read the title. And why not? You go. You have a 50-50 chance of getting it wrong. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, why, we talked about this last week, and I really wanted to get into it. And that's uh, how uh, TikTok has created this environment where Black creators, their ideas get robbed from them, you know? Um, I see, you see it very prominent now, especially in, like, very, like, booming TikToks and stuff. Um, but... I want to kind of touch on that because it's kind of like, it's kind of a weird anomaly where like we have this idea. It's funny to the black community, especially because we can relate to it. And then the white community takes it without not knowing any context. And like, it just get drowned out, you know? So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to be honest, you know, uh, <laughs> I know I defended it so hard last episode but the sheesh era is finally dead to me you know what i'm saying um it, it finally got killed off for me this week when i was at work and this kid he oh, pulled God. the sheesh but he was talking about how thick his mother was which really raised a bunch of questions um, <laughs> please fbi leave me alone i'm not trying to go to prison <laughs> Your mother was, yeah, he was like, he, you do yeah, not talk about how I, I was, 
was walking by and I guess he was I guess he was talking to like one of his little friends or whatnot. And he's like, Yeah, my mama do be looking pretty thick though. And he's just like, shit. And I'm like, um. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, uh, I'm like well, well, yeah. bro, I'm well, like, El- what? <laughs> but enough about that uh scarring experience. Uh <laughs> I, I want to bring up a prime example of this that happened in more recent weeks, and that's the uh, TikTok, um, the TikTok trend where like um, it pretty much was relatable to like how black like family movies end. Yeah, where, yeah, 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 I, mm-hmm. yeah. I need the to look up. Part. I need to look up that song. Uh, it's I called it's- Hopeful by Twista, and I forgot who the singer is, but yeah, yeah. Can, can so, we get uh, into that? Can we get into that, actually? Yeah, let's go ahead and get to that. Yeah, let's jump in. Okay, cool. So, you know what's really funny how I found out this TikTok trend? It's actually my friend Sierra. Shout out to Sierra. She actually sent it over to me. Yeah, and, you know, Sierra's white, but she sent it over to me, like, back in December. And she was like, oh, my gosh, Maggie, you need to make one of these TikToks. And I'm not making it, but I'm like, this is hella funny because it's so true about these Black, uh, the Black family movies. Like, you picture, like, Tyler Perry and, like, all this other shit, like, maybe stuff from, like, even earlier than 90s, early 2000s and stuff. And, like, always one of the characters gets shot out of gang violence and shit like that. So that's why it's really funny. And it's always the light-skinned one. It's always the (laughs) (laughs) light-skinned. And then always, like, the one that, like, you know was selling her body or whatever becomes a teacher and shit like that yeah <laughs> yeah she's like turn her life around went to school like whatever i saw but, i saw white under pablo escobar and now i am a librarian right? <laughs> 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 well, that's how these movies go They're, that's how these movies go but like but then i'm so i was curious of why i started seeing this trend again Back in, uh, when was it, like, March or early, like, April yeah. or so? Yeah. yeah. I was just like, why is this a trending? And then it was kind of like the whole, like, okay, this person does the statement or whatever. It's like, oh, they didn't do that. Or, like, you know, like, for instance, example, be like, oh, I'm going to, like, stop drinking today. And it was like, oh, the person did not stop drinking. In fact, they had, like, five shots. And they went out the next night or whatever right. the hell. You know, stuff like that. And I was just kind of like, what? Exactly. Like, why is this a thing? And at first I saw it from a black creator, but then I saw all these white creators do it. I was just like, wait, this is not the trend at all. Why is this trending? You know? <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. And that that's kind of like, that's kind of what made me like really start thinking. Now, I'm not trying to be like woke, third eye open, well, you know, fight the man all all the time but it's kind of one of those things where like i've noticed that on the platform whenever we do have these ideas where we're you know we relate to them and stuff very well it tend them the meaning tends to get drowned out because mm-hmm. you see like four hundred thousand other people do it that doesn't understand the true meaning behind it like the joke, exactly. like the joke behind that is like to tell you like, oh, this person did some bad shit, but then they turn into a good person, but in a very like cringe way, you know? It's a saying? cringe way, and right? Like, you've That's seen these movies, you, yeah. And if you've seen these movies, like you would understand the context a lot more and why it's that song. 
you yeah. know, that hopeful song because you know, you know, it was a part of that soundtrack. <laughs> and like every was. like early 2000s black film, <laughs> you know, every BT film, <laughs> every, every single BT film, you know, <laughs> it's just, and it's just kind of, I mean, I don't know. I was kind of like upset about that. And like, I mean, I made my own video cup talking about this, but it didn't get a lot of views. But with that being said, we could also talk about something else too, whereas like TikTok almost actually intentionally, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for, but kind of reduces the amount of views or the loud reviews from Black creators a lot of times. Suppressing? Suppressing, yes, thank yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, Thank yeah. you. They suppress the views from um, Black creators or just creators of color, actually, and also... Uh, plus size creators, LGBTQ creators, and also creators with uh, disabilities too, because they say it's because of this bullying policy and they want them to not be bullied, you know, but it's like, but that's kind of bullying TikTok if you're not allowing them to create content. You know, you know, it's crazy is that at, at one point they were actually exposed for um, actually giving white creators you know a better chance of being on you know the for you page and having higher viewership um than black creators like that that was a known fact you know mm-hmm. yeah black. and they admit it to um, it yeah 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 what's well, funny though it's a good point that you bring that up because it actually we actually had a case of suppression and uh i I saw a similar case of a video that, you know, we did. And um, it was, in my opinion, I feel like it was way worse, but um, it's it's still up. It garnered like hundreds of thousands of views. So uh, the video we did for one of our episodes, the one of the black guy, he's like, niggers, like (laughs) (laughs) that video, if you go to our TikTok right now, it is actually muted. Like, you cannot hear the audio on that video. But a few days ago, I saw this TikTok. You know, shout out to Danny for showing me this TikTok. It actually was, it was funny. But like, at the same time, I'm like, this shit should be muted more than my actual video. And it was a parody to uh, the Steven Universe intro. But it was rendition to the Ku Klux Klan. Oh, so mm. it was so it went like this, and the police don't get me canceled. <laughs> it went, we are the Ku Klux Klan, and we just hate niggers. <laughs> oh my god! And it's not getting muted. And that's it like y'all dead, dead at, Okay, don't get me wrong. I was I was cut off. First of all, I had laughed at it because of how fucking racist it was. But I was blown to pieces to know that that actually wasn't suppressed. You know, I was like, I was like, you that kind of doesn't make any sense. You know what I'm saying? I feel like like I feel like our (laughs) video was first of all, that clip is a classic. Okay. It's a classic clip, and we weren't yeah. being racist about it. It was literally a response or like a parody to like that vegan teacher who actually had her video up. So I don't know if it was because like exactly. that, but it was like a response. And also, it's a black guy saying that. Yeah, so, and then so also, it's just like, and then also, it wasn't geared toward was... anybody. I didn't, I didn't actually directly 
tag that vegan teacher because at the time her page was uh she had like a smaller page and she didn't have her original um you know username so i couldn't even find her to tag her in it but we got muted because of that now that that Stephen universe that one's not muted and i don't know because it's just like it's it's offensively funny like it's cringe funny or what but i feel like in my defense that should be you know muted, muted. at least you know what i'm saying so so i it's weird because you know i feel like first of all tiktok like you know gets I, they have to get hundreds of thousands of videos on a daily basis you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and the people that go in and like fil- like filter out what deserves to be on the platform and what doesn't like you know that's a hard job i, I believe it and i know some things would flip <laughs> but like something that big like it's there's also of- probably not enough of them in terms of actual humans I actually met, like, I told y'all this before, but I've met somebody who actually did, like, you know, some of the, re- she was part of the review team of TikTok um, at work. And she, t- she was telling me, it's just like, in a month, I I could run through a million videos, you know, to make sure that, you know, they don't have contained stuff like um, racist comments, you know, um, gore and, you know, killing, because that shit actually shows up on the platform. You know, it just it just never gets onto you know into its final product and release because it goes all of them go under review. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm like, yeah, you know, I get that. I mean, there there is going to be user error, but like, where where do you kind of draw the line? You know, what I'm saying, where what what's the breaking point of you saying? This video d- doesn't deserve to be on the platform, but this video does, you know. Uh-huh. So, so I, I'm I'm curious, you know. I wish I could like, you know, talk to her again and like, you know, have a more in depth conversation about it. Um, but I, I'm I'm always just like genuinely curious about, you know, how that works, especially, you know, especially for like, um, you know, Facebook too, because Facebook, you know, everybody gets sucked at least once. I've I've got sucked three fucking times in a week once, you know. So Jesus. so uh, and it and it, it'd be for harmless stuff. But but back back to the main point, you know, um, it's it's really difficult as a black creator on that platform as is, and nobody wants mm-hmm. to go to fucking trailer. Trailer is like the equivalent of like mcdonald's to burger king like that still exists yeah it's like it's like we're big but we'll never be a worldwide staple that's how i look at burger king and that's how i look at uh trailer versus tiktok there will never be a staple platform for you know those short videos and i mean there's there's been other companies that have gotten into the fray with it too like youtube now has um their own thing called shorts which actually yep. booming right now um and i want to say i want to say uh i want to say twitter but i think they have the fleets you know and they they still that's more of like a instagram type of story thing yeah oh yeah, yeah, yeah. right you're right <laughs> um but when it comes to tiktok being as big as uh the platform is you know 
I think that, first of all, you know how difficult it is for a Black creator to even get noticed. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, if you're not established with another larger Black creator, then you're not really going to get too far. You know what I'm saying? Um, it usually, and it's funny because, like, most Black creators you know, they tend to break out because they have that one video that just does miles above the rest, you know? That's true. Mm-hmm. So, so um, whereas, like, if you are a white person and whatnot, you could you could put the same exact um, video as a Black creator and you probably going to see double to triple the numbers, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, my, my problem is this, okay? We, we know that people tend to, you know, take the ideas from others. You know what I'm saying? Um, you, we, we can't copyright ideas, obviously. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Um, well, you can try. It's just most likely not going to go in your favor and cost yeah. everyone except you a lot of money. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Now, but the, the bigger issue is the fact that, you know, most of the time this stuff, the meaning of this stuff is lost. And then you know, they're just kind of doing it because that's the trend. You know what I'm saying? That's the cool thing to do. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, when, you know, when the cheese movement was going on, you know what I'm saying? Most people didn't know what, you know, the, the gesture meant, um, you know, which is a, it's a, it's a common NBA thing, just like how we talked about, you know, most people didn't know that. They just thought it was sheesh. <laughs> We snarl. Look at look at my dog. <laughs> so like, it's like the the meaning behind it was lost. You know, what I'm saying? because now you just see it as this as this gesture for she's. But like to NBA player to like the NBA player that kind of like curated D'Angelo Russell, he probably is never gonna do that again because the meaning behind the gesture ha- is gone. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And that goes for a lot of different stuff, too. Like, for instance, like AAVE and stuff. Like, you know, Black folks for, like, years, decades have been criticized for using AAVE. But now, if you look up internet slang, like, if you honestly look up internet slang, it's all AAVE. And, like, these TikTokers and, like, Gen Z, they just say, oh, well, it's just internet slang and language changes and blah, 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 blah. And so it's just like, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing about it. When a black person talks like that on a TikTok or whatever, they are like, it's not internet slang for them. It's like, oh, this is, and then you get comments about, oh, this is bad grammar or whatever. Right. Incorrect grammar and all this other shit. It's like, no, I'm talking the same way as like this person. Yeah. <laughs> You know? you know, it's it that, and that's actually where you know I wanted this conversation to lead because I think that's the biggest um, thing that's going on 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 the platform with TikTok and even just across social media that AAVE has been I, at this point gentrified. Like, mm-hmm. um, you definitely see the argument now with older generations, you know, Gen X and, and boomers and shit, that AAVE is the slang that's used by Gen Z. And that is, you know, massively incorrect because a lot of the slang that they're using in these videos and stuff doesn't originate from them. 
like it originates from black people exactly. it does exactly. and also a lot of the slang too actually originated from the black gay community mm-hmm. you know like tea shade black gay community yeah yeah like mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like most prominent one lit like lit came from you know ave you know what i'm mm-hmm. saying but like that's a word that's been used so much that mm-hmm. you know people is just gonna blame it to uh you know to Gen Z. You know what I'm saying? Basic. Exactly. You know wor- words basic like basic on fleek. Like on fleek. What fleek was even a fucking word until like you know six years ago. Like right. <laughs> like it was not it was not in the English dictionary, and that's a word that we like came up as a community and took in, and you know. We felt proud of it. And then now I see um, little Sally walking around the corner. Yeah, my dad bought me this Lisa Frank backpack and it's on. <laughs> and I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> exactly. And it's, so, and it's so crazy. Like, I've actually heard non black people say finna. And I was just like, what? Jack. Exactly. And that's I a was huge just one. like, huh? Huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. just like, what? Like that is nothing new. That I is used, nothing new. <laughs> I use I that just, on a daily basis. I'm like, yeah, I'm out of. I'm I'm finna go in the break room. You know what I'm saying? It's almost it's almost second nature. We don't say I'm about. I'm fixing to go to the break room. No, I'm finna go to. We break say room. yeah, we finna. Like that's the thing. Or like, uh, what's another one? Like, uh, like the word B. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> like, yeah, like crazy like that type of stuff like that like if like i know we're gonna see a tiktoker say that if they haven't said that before like yeah. a white tiktoker you, and it's just so crazy because it's like we can't even speak like because usually black tiktokers are speaking towards black tiktok you know yeah. and, and you know that's what the tense is and then it gets changed and stuff like that so i'm just kind of like you know, believe it or not, that's just a part of our culture. And it's just kind of weird how things are being misused in sentences because half the time, like, I hate to be harsh like this, but it's just like half the time, like, y'all non-Black people don't say this shit right. Exactly. <laughs> like, it really is. It's exactly. actually a language. It's a language with rules and everything like that in a sentence structure. Yeah. But you can't say, oh, that's incorrect. It's it's a language in itself. It really is. It really <laughs> is. You know, and 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 the uh, and the punishing part is like these, you know, some of these words is like, you know, so easy and and they, you know, they just misuse it. So like child, child, yes. you know what I'm saying? That's a classic, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, my mama used to say that when she said child. I knew everything following that is I'm about to beat your ass. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but uh I heard I heard some kids say Chile. I'm Chile. Like, <laughs> I'm like, Chile. I'm like, Chile. like, like really though? Like the South American country? Like <laughs> I'm Chile. That's how they're gonna say Yeah, Chile, I'm not a Chile. I'm gonna Chile is gonna be lit. Exactly. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it really, it really kind of just threw me off. It really, it really just threw me off. You know what I'm saying? And and it's funny because like most of these words 
you know, are very prominent in in meme culture. You know what I'm saying? It's mm-hmm. very prominent. So like sus, sus is, you know, that's a word that literally got shot to the fucking ground because of Among mm-hmm. Us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, I but, but I've been hearing sus forever. Sus has been used forever. Sus has been used since like I could I could remember, you know. So like, you know, to hear to hear people go, yeah, uh, sus was a word that uh, you know, just started um, you know, when Among Us came around. I'm like, no, the fuck it wasn't. Like, I'm pretty sure, you know, black people have been saying sus since like the 1970s when they were fucking uh, driving Chevelles down San Francisco and bottoming out their cars and shit. So like mm-hmm. that shit has been a, a, around for a long time, you know. Sus, exactly. But Sim- also, but it's just like the thing about shade and spilling tea and all that other stuff, though. Yeah. Like, like okay, honestly, if you think the word shady, like you know, as in we use it right now, is new, look up. Shaka Khan and Rufus, sweet thing. A classic. And look at the lyrics. A cla- I love <laughs> I, y'all. Hold up, hold up. Come and on. look at the date where it's released. Hold up, come on. She said, "Don't be so shady." Yeah. Come on, come on, though. We yeah. Let let us all pray uh, to Miss Shaka Khan because she was the fucking goat for that song. <laughs> I I love that song. Like that is you know, I literally drive to that song, you know, when I wake up <laughs> in the mornings, the sun is glistening on my skin. You know what I'm saying? If if I if I want my true blackness to flourish, I listen to that song, okay? It's 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 amazing. So, uh big shout out to Shakan, but she did you know, start the shady trend. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or one no. of the originators, one of the OGs. One of, one of, one of the OGs. But yeah, shade, shade came for the black community. So, um, and then we have we have dead ass. That's another one. Dead mm-hmm. ass from New York. You know what I'm saying? New York, yes. yes. I've been hearing dead ass for so long. Yeah. So long. And I, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I, <laughs> I use that habitually. Like. I mean, mm-hmm. like, here. yeah, that ass dude. I mean, I ain't trying to fucking that. Like, <laughs> like yeah, I, no. I, I have to catch myself from saying it at work sometimes because right. I <laughs> yeah, be talking to like my bosses or stuff and be like, yeah, that ass, like that dude, he was he was stealing. Like, you know, what I'm saying? <laughs> my coworkers, like, like my boss is like, okay. <laughs> you know, but in in their head, I'm I'm I like I know in their head that like Dr. Umar, he's like, I beg your pardon. I beg your pardon. Like excuse you. Excuse me. Like, you know, like we it's crazy. All of these words just they came from the black culture, but now okay. If I hear okay, I'm just gonna say something right quick. Like oh, also right quick. I hear <laughs> speaking up. Okay, but it's just like if I hear someone say a white, if I hear a white person say "boo boo the fool," I'm gonna be like, "Yo, we we a ginger pie." <laughs> I've heard a lot of people use that, but it's also in a Discord chat. You, oh no, not Discord, Twitch. It's a Twitch chat, but you're still. from uh, you're from New Orleans, though. So like, but if I hear that, like, uh, if I see it on like a cup. Like if I see it on a mug, like I've been seeing lit on a mug, 
Imagine you see Boo Boo the Fool in the like. I don't even fully know what that's from. If it's from something, it's from Black Culture. Like, did your mom like beat your ass and say like, "What do you think I'm Boo Boo the Fool?" Yeah, my ass. So no. My mom That's where it's from. Yeah, my mom. I've been called Boo Boo the Fool too many times. I only started hearing that ironically once I joined the Discord community for the streamer I've uh, seen it on. Man, that I feel I feel like that's like that's how like you start. That's how I feel like if if you had a black card, but it was like shaped in the form of a bingo card and you got the whole punch it out and whatnot, that's kind of like one of the first ones you whole punch out. <laughs> you know? Boo Boo the Fool, shit. That shit. That shit should be in the free space spot. <laughs> but but who is Boo Boo the Fool? Let's not kind of wrap my head around. I don't know. I want to. I want to look that but up. But every <laughs> black mama knows who Boo Boo the Fool. Is. <laughs> that sounds like a really weird investigative like documentary. Who is Boo Boo the Fool? Oh, Boo Boo <laughs> the Fool is Boo Boo Bear from uh, Yogi Bear. Really? Yeah, oh, it's a reference. I guess to that him. makes sense. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's a reference to him. Boo Boo was pretty that. stupid. <laughs> you doing, Yogi? Oh, like telling you to shut the fuck up, Boo Boo. <laughs> 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 yeah. oh, Yogi was actually a thug. <laughs> hey, Boo Boo, we're gonna go shoot those guys on Fourth Street. Yeah. <laughs> you need <you>, she's <laughs> yogi yogi got the glizzy that's another one the glizzy like anything God. gun related like was created by aav the glizzy the chopper the yapper yeah is glizzy a term people use for like hot dogs now i don't know Shit. yeah it is oh, it was, it's yeah, so weird so. No, it's I'm really weird. It's funny because like I've seen, I've watched this YouTube video of this guy. He uh he he's like uh like hood Batman. No, it's like gang Batman and whatnot. And he's like, oh no, Batman with the glizzy. <laughs> 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 he 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 got he got the hammer and the glizzy. Like I I've always heard it referenced to a gun, you know what I'm saying? Secret mouse tool, that was a thing too. <laughs> like I've heard it used as gun before, but I've majority heard it used as like a hot dog or sausage, like recently. <laughs> I I, I, I think the first time I actually saw it as a meme was like <laughs> was like Obama eating like hot dogs and people were like, oh Trump could never eat glossy <laughs> like that. Yeah, I heard it first from my friend Haas, who was just like He's one of those people who will just say some of the weirdest, stupidest, randomest shit. And we were like, I think we were in Discord with like a couple other friends playing League or some shit. And just out of nowhere, he's just like, uh, the fucking glizzy gobbler. It's like, what the fuck did you just say? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was like a thing. Like, I, oh my gosh. Like, it was a funny meme too. And I, it actually was a meme based on, okay, someone posted a meme and then someone posted like a Twitter, like, um, posted to get on Twitter, and it was <laughs> like trolls just like, yeah, Obama could never like, uh, like could uh, throw down that glizzy or something. Yeah, crazy. like, it, I, it, I, it, it's wild, and it's like 
yeah. <laughs> I, 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 this is this is new to me because I always like every time I've seen that. Maybe, maybe I just spend too many time, too much time on hood memes. But <laughs> you probably have. But like, look at this internet meme, and then this. Oh, it was actually kind of funny because there was like one Trump supporter, like, no, Trump could definitely eat a glissy. <laughs> <laughs> More than Obama can. I was like, what? <laughs> Like, this is not like, the time or here. place. <laughs> like that would have been my response to like, sir, this is not the time or the place for unpacking that statement you just made. Oh wait, wait, wait! I, I found, I found it, I found the image of it. Hold up, I found the image of it. So, uh, they they call they call him the the the, the glizzy gobbler. Yes, the glizzy gobbler. Yeah, that's what I Yeah, that's <laughs> so, I mean, I know yeah. we haven't gone to politics since like earlier this year, but still, like, I just thought that I'll mention that because I was Yo, really funny. that ass, this meme actually looks like like golden. I'm gonna try to put it. it. Is, it's so golden. Like, okay, <laughs> honestly, save that and post it on Instagram because everyone can see it. <laughs> <laughs> that ass is like <laughs> Obama really the glizzy gopher. <laughs> Who the fuck has time? To take pictures of this man eating a hot dog. <laughs> People Yo, they, with no <laughs> Yo, they dead ass did my man wrong. <laughs> <laughs> but back to TikTok. Oh my god. Yeah, like, back. You know, but TikTok though, um, yeah, stop like um suppressing black creators and also like black curvy creators because like I'm telling you, a lot of my cosplay homies, shout out to them, you know who you are. Um, they have been getting their shit banned and like deleted and all this other shit, and they just have thick asses. So like, dude, um, TikTok, stop that. that shit. Which is crazy because they <laughs> have holes on there. And why not? Sorry, ladies, <laughs> but <laughs> there's holes on TikTok that um that sit there and, and post butt ass naked mm-hmm. with, with their OnlyFans link, and the bitches be up for like weeks, right? Like, like it's so crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. Like, and it's so wild because it's like I I use the same. Well, I don't know if it's because I'm like a smaller creator because i only have like 130 followers at the time of this recording but anyway (laughs) of the time of the stream and about to be recording but it's just like but i saw this tiktok you know the Nicki minaj audio and anaconda like i got a big fat ass okay saw that shit all the white creators that happen to have big asses or small asses got like all these views and all this other shit and they were like posting really risque content and then yeah. I post my Dexter's mom cosplay. Which, and it's like, have butt un- pads. and I have butt cats with that. Okay. And it's like, oh, this might be under review for a little bit. I'm not sure about this content. It's like, what? It's a butt Exactly. <laughs> and I'm wearing a full ass outfit. <laughs> yo, 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 that, that shit is it's crazy. But, you know, I feel like. I feel like, in a sense, like, they do that on purpose because I feel like when it comes to, like, uh, sexual content on the platform, like, that shit, that shit brings views. So I think that they let it ride for a little bit and they're like, all right, let me go ahead and put the foot down, you know, fucking seven days later when nobody is, like, really paying attention. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? 
Like, instead of like, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you showed a whole titty on the platform that that like kids are on? Yeah, like, ban. You know, well, I, I shouldn't say ban, but like, you know, definitely remove the video. Ban them if they do it repeatedly. You show coochie on Roblox? Oh my <laughs> God. <laughs> Exactly. We almost got banned for my black ass showing a foot on, on the show. Like I will I will never let you live that like, down. I don't understand. You know, and, and here's my here's my here's my argument about that. And, and this might sound like very like I don't know, it might sound very boomerish, but I think like if you have a, a platform where like you don't have an age restriction or you have a, a age restriction where the minimum is for you know underage children on there obviously it definitely needs to be clean of you know any type of sexual content you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. this, yeah. this this is the same thing you know for twitch because this has been like an ongoing argument on this pl- on the Twitch platform, you know, because there's hot tub streams and shit, and there's you know females writing fucking simps names on their chest because they donated three hundred dollars because she wanted to go um, and fuck with the squad and you know out here in Vegas. So um, like you have content like that on the platform, you know, and they don't get reprimanded, but they do numbers. You know what I'm saying, like. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, like chase the bag and shit like that. But I think if you're, you know, the owner of these platforms, like you're kind of negating the point of your terms of service. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If your platform minimum is 13 years old, I I would, you know, definitely emphasize the fact that you should not be posting sexual content because you're exposing that to, you know, children. And exactly and then like the thing about tiktok too uh, the audience is even low lo- lo- uh, younger than that exactly you know? yeah and, like there's like seven-year-olds looking at tiktok yeah. and they're looking at like all these creators doing these things and it's kind of like wait what so i kind of feel like there should be they should be a little bit more restrictive for the for you page because you know it's just like it's really wild but like kind of going back to that too because i feel like we're going to a different conversation i just also want to mention how a lot of these big tiktokers like addison ray and charlie d'amelio they are actually like they're kind of basically the smokes pretty pill of tiktok especially addison ray but like she was on i believe the jenny jimmy fallon show doing mm-hmm. all these tiktok dances that were created by black creators and she did not do the dances justice but mm-hmm. in fact she was a vital show and not the original creators of the dance so yeah. that as a nutshell of this whole conversation it just kind of proves how much like tiktok is being or black tiktok is being gentrified and why people are getting the credit for doing all these different dances and stuff like that and they did not create these like i don't even i can't recall and correct me in the comments if i'm wrong or hit me up on instagram if i'm wrong but i don't think addison ray or charlie d'amelio has ever created a tiktok dance but they are known for their tiktok dances yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I, I bet I bet they can't even do the hokey pokey right. <laughs> <laughs> or so, the macarena. Or the we mac- know how much white people love the macarena. I know, like <laughs> that'd be the same people that be like gracias at a Mexican restaurant to the waiter. 
like <laughs> who's not even who's not even Mexican, and they just smile and just. <laughs> You're not gonna take the not back. No tip for you. <laughs> so, but we're gonna go ahead and take a three minute break. Um, when you come back, I have to confess about something. <laughs> I'm about I'm, I'm, I'm about to change the landscape of uh, my music opinions, which is gonna change. You know, uh, definitely gonna take a fact five second topic. So, three minutes. Here we go. <laughs> also, here's an advertisement because I just learned how to use them. <laughs> He's going to try and get us a pizza party. I'm trying to get the pizza party. Yay, finally. <laughs> three minutes, we're going to be right back. I, I'm so nervous right now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm so nervous. <laughs> About... Oh gosh, I'm scared. You're making me nervous. I'm so nervous. <laughs> what the fuck did you do? It's not what I did. It's it's what I, it's what I like. <laughs> you okay? You like Kids Bop? Is that what it is? No, but um, you know our Kids Bop episode is our highest uh, listened episode with 114 listens. So. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to the coup. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> All right, let's let me stop delaying. This week's spill the sauce. For a long time, I have I've told a lie to many people that is just simply not true. And today, I am owning up to it. Today, on Mar- May sixteenth, twenty twenty one, I am here to say I like Nickelback. What? Okay, okay. Actually, I, I already knew that. I already knew that actually because you mentioned to me one time. I sure did. <laughs> <laughs> I like Nickelback. What's your Congratulations! <laughs> yeah, that's you, weird. <laughs> I, let me <laughs> let me say this. I'm about to have at least sixty people at my front door in about the next three days. If they find this out, <laughs> because I've made it very apparent throughout middle school, throughout high school and college <laughs> that I did not like Nickelback while in the bathroom listening to Nickelback. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, why you're taking a shit. I'm through with standing in line. Again. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard. Okay, so so don't get me wrong, Nickelback have like five songs that, that all sound exactly the same, you know. They have uh, like 20 songs that sound exactly the same. You know, that, that may be very true. But they but, still have a following. And, and I'm actually and, part of that following. You're part <laughs> of that following. You're like, like the Nickelback like president of the fan club. Yeah. <laughs> Look at his photograph. <laughs> Every time I do it makes me laugh. I, you know, I don't know what it is that makes me enjoy Nickelback, but is it whatever the hell's on Joey's head? No. <laughs> <laughs> it is not. <laughs> is it where you grew up? And it, the prison owner fixing it up. 
It, 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 <laughs> it could possibly bleed. But uh, honestly, I don't know what it is about Nickelback. I don't know if it's just the sound. I don't know if it's just like, you know, just just me listening to it as a young child. But like, I've always loved Nickelback, you know? And like, it, it made me just a little bit sad to see the group get memed because they're Canadian or <laughs> but only a little bit, you know, I'm not that devoted. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, like I always, I used to just a lot of people say, yeah, I didn't like Nickelback, you know, while, while on the bus, you know, if Nickelback came on, I was like next to the window, like looking out of it, like it's fucking raining outside, singing the lyrics under my breath. <laughs> Was your first time hero at the end of Spider-Man One? No, 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 no. So, but that's why it's dope. I absolutely. They it's said it's a hero yeah. can I'm not yeah. gonna stand here and wait. Yeah, like you know, I, I, I gotta find, I gotta find my 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 first first Nickelback song. Okay. Um, How You Remind Me is a great song, though. Yeah! Like, I like, think my even first if you're one, a Nickelback I, hater, like, if someone plays that okay, song, that was, someone's gonna really complain. You know what that, I mean? That that was my first, like, time. That was the first song I was ever, like, exposed to, you know, when it came to Nickelback. And, yeah, like, ever, ever since then, I was like, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta check them out more. Now, like, I didn't, I didn't have, I didn't buy albums of Nickelback, you know what I'm saying? I'm not, you know, I'm not Pitbull fans. Like, do people even buy Pitbull albums? No, they <laughs> I didn't know people like still listen to Pitbull. I, yo, I it, saw. It's just their, it's just the party singles for Pitbull. It's not, like, full-on albums. It's just, like, they will listen to his features or, like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, no, dead ass. When I was in college, I saw I, I was parked next to this car, and it had a Pitbull like album on the armrest, and I was like, "This 2016 car has less value than my hoopty now, just because there's a Pitbull album in it." But yeah, like Nickelback, like I, I don't know what they're doing right. But they <laughs> they did it right, at least for me. You know, it's just it's, I like I feel like I feel like they're the equivalent of like Smash Mouth All Star when it comes to like their oh, most geez. notable songs because everybody can sing them. You know what I'm saying? Even yeah. like a smaller lyric. You know, like it's just shout out to Nickelback. <laughs> this just in from chat. Walter says Pitbull is trash. Facts. I, agree. I totally yeah. agree. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. 305 Worldwide. Like, I actually like, have... He, he knows what he's doing with this genre, which is, like, okay, party songs that only high schoolers from, like, you know, when we were in high school and, like, yeah, college groups for when we were in college would love. Yeah, who drinks, <laughs> who drinks fucking Modelo's and, and uh, Four oh, Locals at the same time? I have to admit, the song... Okay, Pitbull song that I really like. That I, oh, I you like a Pitbull song? Here's the one that grew on me. This is the one that grew on me. Timber with Kesha. That song is a fun drink. I hate song. that song. Which song? <laughs> I hate that song. You mad so dumb, but You mad like dance. It's going now. It's, I'm yelling, Timber! Like, I hate that. I hate that. It's 
I love it because it's so dumb. It and is. Like, that was featuring Kesha, wasn't it? Yeah. She, it's oh, weird. What was that, one that was like, that I actually like fucked with and then I heard it too much, but it was like, um, um, I, Uno, dos, tres, cuatro, oh, yeah. Right? Oh, <laughs> You know, you know what? Yeah. You know what's funny to me about um, you know what's funny to me about Kesha having been on that song? She has a similar song that's violently better called "Die Young." Yes, I love that song. Okay, "Die yeah, Young" is like one. an actual fucking bop. Meanwhile, that song from Pitbull was just like, man, I need to be intoxicated to really enjoy this. Imagine. You know, with Die Young, it's just like, this is a mood. Every time I've heard Pitbull in the club, it killed my vibe. Like, I've been been pissy drunk. I mean, literally, literally my eyeballs are rolling across the floor how drunk I've been. And a Pitbull song came on, and you could have sworn that like, Sobriety. somebody like called me and told me my child had got kidnapped the way I got sober. I was like, all right, we got to get out of here. <laughs> you know what, Loki? Right, that's driving. kind of how I was with Timber for a little bit, too, because Timber actually just reminds me of my college days and just like hanging out with my sorority sisters, and they're all dancing, like, sing to it. I'm just like, this is stupid. I'm just going to take a drink. <laughs> You know, you know, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy. Like when I, when I think of my college days, I think about two things. Like, uh, my, you know, Jeremy was my, was my roommate for a year and, uh, me and him always had listening sessions. We would just, we would just be in there just listening to music and just talking or goofing off. And there have been a time where we sat down and listened to Nickelback <laughs> and there was a time when when J. Cole dropped Forest Hill Drive, we both skipped class and listened to that entire album in its entirety. And we I was so enamored by it that I took a nap after. <laughs> like I was like, this album is so good, I went to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was like that. I think the album I was like that too was damn and also um kendrick's other album the untitled album oh, untitled unmastered Bastard. Yeah. i like i literally just sat in my room just listening to it <laughs> yeah the closest yeah, or thing whatever, i have just, like all the way through yeah <laughs> the closest yeah. thing i have to something like that was it's hamilton no back in like the my early years of high school, I think like freshman or uh, freshman or sophomore, uh, like the school I went to, they gave laptops to the students. And that was back in the days when um, if you wanted to do anything that wasn't schoolwork, you had to get a circumventor, like some shit to just get past the fucking built in firewalls. What is, what is this? Educationconnection.com? <laughs> and uh now that song was a banger oh, that's a that's a whole other conversation uh, and fucking a new album for three days grace that just came out is like oh well i plugged in some crappy ass iphone headphones into the computer while the teacher wasn't listening and i, I just listened to that whole album while in class on youtube Petrified, yeah. petrified, man. I'm, you know, it's, it's. I love talking about like albums and whatnot that really just like made like 
defining moments in my childhood or that like just made me like you know it like it made me envision certain things you know what i'm saying so like mm-hmm. i tell i'll tell people all the time one of one of the worst artists that i like is playboy cardi like he's <laughs> you know terrible. what i like two of his songs and they're kind of bobs like yeah. i like yeah, i'm like he's a terrible artist called, but they're fun yeah i'm like he's a terrible artist you know what i'm saying but like like it's 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 like it's like crack. Like once you start, you can't it's stop. Like you crack. know. <laughs> so uh, I used to smoke crack. So <laughs> so like uh, he has a song called "Gypsy Woman," which was a leaked song, and it actually was sampled from um, from uh, Snoop Dogg's and Pharrell's uh, "Beautiful." Like that song from like two thousand four, and. And that song, every time I play that song, like all I can think about is driving down the Oregon coast, you know, at like seven in the evening where the sun is just on the horizon and whatnot. Yeah. The, the Pacific is glistening and shit like that. And his lyrics don't make no fucking sense. But the beat <laughs> laugh. Like, it's, it's it the beat though. It's Yo, if, if some it's it's the beat, like the song could be so fucking dumb, which the, it is, like the lyrics. But the beats though are so good. Yeah. It's like how how is this good? Yeah, like like, like that what, one song. I don't know what it's called. You have to remind me, but it was like I do my Millie Rock. That's the oh one yeah song. in New York I Millie Rock. Magnolia has not aged. I feel like that's the song. If all you hear is Yo Pierre, you want to come on here? Yeah. <laughs> There was like the span of a year that one of my friends, Millie Rocked, to every song. And I was just like, I'm going to break your arms. I'm going to take both of your hands and break them. If you know, like, stop. That, that song, like, and that his first album was good in my, like, that was such, that was such a crazy time because Playboy Cardi had dropped his first album and then Lil Uzi Vert had dropped, I think it was like Love is Rage uh, 2 or 3 or whatnot. And he had some bangers on there too. And I was like, uh, what, what What? a summer. That was a good summer. I was, <laughs> I was like working at the casino or something. <laughs> I was but uh, that that was a good summer. And like, but like now I'm like, man, I do have like artists that like, you know, I tell people, you know, like, yeah, this artist is terrible, but I'll listen to him. Because you know, I like some of the the sounds and whatnot. Like it makes me like image shit. You know, what yeah. I'm saying? it makes me think of doing. Like when I listen to some Playboy Cardi songs, like it made me envision doing like skate montages or biting niggas. You know, yeah. like <laughs> I'll bite your ass. Yeah, like like vamp anthem makes me just want to go Dracula on a hoe, like you know. No, every just, time I listen to Schoolboy Q, I feel like cooking oh! up dope. Like literally no, every time, I feel like Q. I'm in a crack. I feel like I'm in a trap house every yes. time I listen to Schoolboy Q. I still remember Q. when uh, you all remember when Crooked Smile was like just the song that everyone. Yes, was it was so. It's a good song. It's, it's a very good song. Good song. Yo, like, I remember just being at Easton in high school. It's just like in the middle of nowhere, like between classes, you just hear that shit in the hallway from someone. Ah, like, turn that shit I'm off. Away, I'm away, I'm I'm away, away, away. 
way out. Yeah, like, yeah, songs, songs like that. But first of all, Born Center is like an iconic album, so great. I I still listen to that album, like, it just came out yesterday. (laughs) Oh, me too. Second of all, Schoolboy Q makes me want to go buy ski masks. Yo, dead ass. Schoolboy Q made it cool to wear a paper bag on your head, cause, cause if you did, you probably was gonna murder somebody. Right, oxymoron. That was a yeah. good ass album. Yeah. I wish I got that vinyl. I wish I got yeah. that vinyl. Habits and contradictions. Oxymoron. You know, thing like cash crash talk. Blank. Yeah. Game. You know what I'm saying? Like, Music wise, that I liked as I got older was um talking to people about shit and we used to talk about like more commonly liked shit in that group or just in general like from the radio or whatever the fuck and then i'll just bring up like some random shit is like oh yeah man fucking one of my first albums was like one of the only albums i ever bought was fucking three days grace one x and then three <laughs> other people in like the group of five was like oh shit i bought that too it's like wait what the fuck other people yeah. <laughs> yo yo okay another big secret you know what i'm saying besides mm-hmm. the nickelback one i'm a die hard like like balls to the wall missy elliott fan like, yes well she's like, a queen my that's fa- not even embarrassing she's wait, so wait 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 hold up my favorite song is super duper fly like i will lit like i i'll be walking around in the house like dead ass silent and all you hear is i can't stand the rain <laughs> <laughs> you ever just find yourself in a mood and randomly start singing in sync I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just start singing. It's gonna be me to myself while I do random things. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. just like, is this thing al- singing in sync? <laughs> you know. Okay, let's talk about my embarrassing album. One of my embarrassing albums because I do have embarrassing albums that I listen to. Gwen Stefani albums, both of them. The okay, the Sweet Escape, which was iconic, it's and also Love Angel Music Baby, which is her first one. <laughs> I freaking love me some Gwen Stefani. I remember, like, I actually bought a C- the, both of the CDs, the CDs of both of them, and just played them all the freaking time. Like, man, uh. man, 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 man. Gwen <laughs> Stefani. I wouldn't actually take you as a Gwen Stefani fan, but I, I, I would take you as more of a Fergie fan. <gasps> That was the other album I got for Christmas and I played that shit so much. I got it. <laughs> I, didn't mean for you I got, I got a hood album, yo. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I was both like hood and also whitewashed girl. <laughs> yeah, my mom was like, my mom was like, I either got hood albums, like Young Jeezy and shit like that, or I got Jagged Edge. <laughs> but uh, that shit was straight up like punk alt rock grunge shit I, it was a phase and then it turned into it, not a phase it was a phase mom it was a phase Peter Maria is still a banger and uh, Fergie, that Fergie Duchess album though 
Like no, it was kind of yeah, it was kind of neat. It's kind of it, it was neat, but it was just like I had no business singing those songs. I, I have no, no business. business. I have no business. I knew the entire lyrics <laughs> of Fergalicious. I I won't tell Fergalicious you how old how was. But I knew all the lyrics. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm gonna be honest. I know all the lyrics to that song, so I can't. Can. <laughs> I knew all the lyrics of Fergalicious. I knew all the lyrics of Clumsy. I knew all the lyrics to Glamorous. Like all that shit. London Bridge. <laughs> oh yeah, I knew the lyrics. I knew the lyrics to that. Okay. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> but uh look, I'm a, I'm I'm we we're about to head to our last topic, but I'm just gonna say this. Missy Elliott is the only artist I know that made me want to press on a horn. Because I'll be walking around my house and I'll be beep beep. Who got the keys to the Jeep? Okay. <laughs> yeah, she is goaded. She is goaded for that one first. Like if anybody, if if Missy Elliott don't have that on her headstone when she passed away, God forbid that she passed away anytime soon. But if she don't have down a headstone, I'ma be mad. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'ma put it on mine. <laughs> beep, beep. God has my keys to the Jeep. Yeah, I, I, I want to get cremated and it's gonna have a Jeep wheel. <laughs> oh my god. All right, but we're gonna go ahead and get out to our final topic since you know we, we're on the topic of artists, and I hope y'all don't uh you know Bergie ruined black eyed peas. Okay, continue. <laughs> I hope I hope y'all don't think I have bad opinions and whatnot after the Nickelback thing. But um, but uh, as you as you might might know already, Drake has you know Drake has become uh, Billboard's Artist of the Decade, which uh, he'll be accepting this award on May 29th. Um, so that pretty much just entails that he just dominated you know the just the music industry, I guess you could say, in the past. 10 years so um now how does how does one you know get an an award like that like it it varies amongst the organizations because i think the grammy organization um the recording academy had their own artist of the decade which if correct me if i'm wrong but i think it was um beyonce or taylor swift so it's like they have the I, I I can't even speak. I don't even remember. I thought I knew, wait, no, I don't. I'm gonna say some stupid shit, so I don't know. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna just read this quick one of those two. Yeah, I'm gonna just read this quick TLDR about like you know how, how the rankings work because it's actually a top 100 list and whatnot, which by the way, Paul McCartney is uh number 100, which I actually think he actually should be in the 70s, so that's kind of sus to me. But uh, I'm gonna just go ahead and read this. Um, Billboard's top artists of the 2010s week have ranked the best performing acts based on uh, the activity of the Billboard Hot 100 songs and the Billboard 200 album charts, as well as social media data, touring revenue, and Billboard box score from December 5th, 2009 to September 28, 2019. So, you know, just a little bit under the full 10 years. Um for uh, songs, album songs and album rankings are based on an inverse point system with weeks at number one on weekly charts earning the greatest value and weeks at lower positions earning the least. Due to the changes in the charts methodology, you know, because they've done this in the past and since like album sales doesn't mean jack shit anymore, really, they kind of had to change the formula. And the title turnover rates during the decade, certain periods are weighted differently. 
So, of course, like anything in 2009 would not have the same, like a number one um, chart song would not have the same value in 2009 as it would in 2019, you know, yeah. pretty much what they're trying to say. Um, these accolades include any Billboard Music Award wins and nominations from 2010 to 2019 and uh, select chart achievements from January 2nd, 2010 to November 16th, such as like if like Lil Nas X being on, you know, Old Town Road being number one for like a God knows how long, you know. Um, so that's also rated too. And of course, your boy Drake had, is number one. Now, it, should should we have known this from the start? Like, or do you feel that, you know, it should have been someone else? Honestly, it doesn't, I, I could understand why he is the number one artist of the decade because like he has had the most hits and, you know, thinking back to our, drake episode or ended up being a drake episode where we were talking about our favorite drake songs even though we first said oh he's overrated and then we we're like wait I a know. minute no he's not <laughs> no no he still is like yeah we were like yo he's overrated but then we we're like but we like a lot of his shit and we then sure the, whole, the whole chat was like hey my favorite drake album is this my favorite, drake album right. is this. My favorite song is that so it's like he makes bangers like he makes like the party music and he also makes music you want to cry to you know <laughs> that's right you want to think about so it's just like it's something for like everyone honestly and that's why i'm not surprised that he's like number one because it's like yeah like i know it's kind of like neck and neck, neck between him and taylor swift because oh yeah you know, it was super close but it's just like but you know drake has that crossover uh, material where it's like yeah you can play it in the clubs you can play it at home you know your mom may like one drake song like she might like one dance <laughs> or controller or controller you know that's the type of stuff or like fake love but she wouldn't like you know any other shit from him but she'd be like you know this song's fun <laughs> yeah but, yeah it, you know whereas Taylor not- Swift, like you won't hear you won't go to a club and hear Taylor Swift and people exactly. genuinely fucking with it. <laughs> but what nigga is going to the club at 12 o'clock and wanting to hear Shake It Off? <laughs> that part. I mean, I'm yeah. sure they exist. You need to be stopped. Don't even put that into fruition. I'm going to cut you off right there. <laughs> <laughs> Ray, is like, Ray is like, look beyond that nigga. <laughs> no, 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 no. no, no. I'm not that nigga. I'm just sure the niggas exist. <laughs> <laughs> now, now I want to point out some numbers because you know I, you know I feel I feel like I gotta formally ap- apologize to Mr. Arby Graham for unselling him. You know what I'm saying? Um, Drake Drake got his first number one in in 2010 um, with his with his de- his first debut LP. Thank me later. That was his first Which was one. so good. So good. So good. And his most recent is Care Package, which in my opinion, that's kind of like, Care Package is kind of like, I don't think it deserves it because that's a compilation album. Mm-hmm. You know? like, yeah. like, like Care Package is just Drake saying, here's some of my best favorite and favorite songs. 
into uh, an album just you know to squeeze out money because the industry can do that so um i'm i'm not gonna praise you the whole episode great come on <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah uh he has scored six hot 100 number ones you know six of them which was stellar since his debut since his uh debut he has obliterated records i mean like drake like Let's be honest, the dude just like smashed the billboard charts and he has no time of slowing down, including the most hot 100 top 10s. He had 45. Damn. 45. God damn. That's crazy. And, and overall entries is 232. Whoa. In the last 10 years, we probably listened to an average of like, 23 Drake songs on, on the hot on the hot 100. I could believe it. I could believe crazy. it. That's crazy. That's really crazy to think about, but it's just like it's not surprising at all. And that's at first I was kind of like, what? We kind of pitched this topic, but then I was just like, you know what? I could see it. And I have mad respect for the dude because it's like he was able to make those numbers within the hip hop industry, exactly. which is like usually unseen at all. I mean you know, granted, you know, it's a nigga from Canada, but it's just like, whatever. Yeah. Like, you're still <laughs> able to do it. <laughs> right, right. He's like, rocking Nickelback! <laughs> oh my gosh, if they did a collaboration, that would be insane. That would be, be insane. I'm going to need something to have. Drake, Nickelback? That shit sound hard. <laughs> oh my god, that would be, be crazy. But I don't like, think... That Nickelback and the word hard in that context can exist in a statement. I think you justify the laws of physics. Oh my gosh. Yeah, but I'm just thinking too, like, it's just kind of amazing with his career. I mean, granted, he started out as an actor on Degrassi, and now he's like... He started off as that black dude that got put in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> It's just kind of like, I mean, granted, it's not like a typical Cinderella story because he's been like always wealthy, but it's just like, but still, it's just kind of like, you never hear stories from like actors turned singers or rappers having a very successful that's music true. career. That is so Which true. is like, you know, that's like something in itself to celebrate. Like, okay, that's cool. You know? Yeah. I think the only exception to that is like Jamie Foxx. Yes, Jamie Foxx, and also like Childish Gambino slash uh, Don Glover. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. Too. So I'm just saying, as far as like billboard hits and stuff, that's almost unheard of. Right, 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 right. Now, now let me ask you a question because I actually was talking to somebody today um, about, you know, I, I was talking about uh, the topics we were talking about tonight. And I brought this up and she says that Drake doesn't deserve it um, because of his, um, you know, his personal, um, you know, his personal life being an issue in more recent years. Now, if that was a factor in artists of the decade, because in this case, it's not obviously not. They're only doing it strictly off of numbers and analytics. But if that was the case, especially with, you know, the big issue with him and Pushing T, do you think he would still be artist of the decade? I don't I, know. 
I'm going to say no. I would say no, like, too. Probably no, but also, wasn't there some weird allegation or some shit on the internet about him and Millie Bobby Brown for a little while? Yeah, it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and, yeah. and actually, in like very recently, uh, he caused like this singer, um, the singer, uh, like he caused her husband to, uh, well, fiance to break up with her because mm-hmm. apparently he been having some, you know, unprofessional interactions with with Drake. Now, you know, of course, like some of these are rumors, but she definitely was interacting with Drake and it and it came out to that, you know, everything wasn't all as kosher as it seemed. So he actually ended their engagement of eight years, which is a long time. Okay. That's a long time to be engaged to somebody. I'm just saying, like, yeah, yeah, okay. that's, that's a long time, you know. I mean, great eight fucking years. Hey, okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I, hey. That's another topic for some other day. But yeah. damn, we're, here. <laughs> we're planning an episode now. <laughs> so, next so, uh, episode. Next episode. Oh no, we already already know. We already know what we're gonna talk about next episode. Okay, and, and it lined up to something that we said we was gonna talk about this episode, but we're gonna talk about next episode. So, uh, exclusive. <laughs> we're talking about Bill Gates' divorce. And then hot girl summer. Cause I'm trying and, long, and long ass engagements. And long ass <laughs> engagements. Cause I'm oh, trying to God. I'm trying to get in Melinda Gates bag. <laughs> That's gonna be a trashy episode. <laughs> I might, hey, I might, hey Melinda, you like you like women? <laughs> <laughs> like on the side, have you ever thought about it? Melinda, I could I could show you what this mouth do. It talks a lot. <laughs> I'll clean your pool. Dylan and I will fight boy for you. Said, boy, boy said, I'll clean your pool. I'll clean your pool. <laughs> and I'll bring you the I'll bring you the sausage pizza with extra sausage. He's gonna bring the glizzy. <laughs> uh, so Miss Gates, uh, would you like to learn what it means to be a glizzy goblin? <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. It will sure be glistening. <laughs> okay, okay, let's reel in. So, so there you go. Sneak peek for the next episode. But uh, now, now, I, I, I'd want to say that when it comes to when it comes to Drake, like there has been no shortage of controversy behind him. In the baby mama years. drama, the baby that. That single-handedly would derail him from being artist of the decade if that was if they had well, taken to oh, yes. his person. Like then be like God's plan, what you did in the song was good, but uh you hit a whole child from bro. Which in fairness, <laughs> like I think in Drake's case, like being being a like you know a, a new father and having a drink having the fame of drake like one could argue that like it is re- it is you know kind of reasonable to kind of hide your child from the road because first of all people are fucking creeps you know what yeah. i'm saying haters are gonna hate and try to like derail your career i mean you know look look at the argument of is drake the best you know rapper of all time you know no, what I'm saying? No, like no. that ar- no. that argument is toxic within itself yeah. <laughs> but when it comes to 
you know, if you know, outside of his accolades and stuff like that, like personal life wise, if they consider that, then I don't think he'll get it, you know. But I'll say this Drake is probably the most important artist to touch the rap game of the decade. Like, I think that for, I mean, you can, you look, look, the numbers is there 232. Um, songs that were on a hot, you know, on the Billboard charts, like that work ethic is insane. First of all, you know what I'm saying? Like you keep that in mind. You know, this dude is pumping out material constantly. So while we out there memeing Drake and stuff about clapping and shit like that, like this dude probably in the studio like almost every single night. Um, mm-hmm. so for how much he outputs and the fact that it doesn't get stale is is mind-boggling you know what i'm saying exactly like it doesn't feel like 10 years of material but he has like you know been in the game exactly for 10 years and it he always changes up everything like granted he's a very he's a controversial artist you know, because some people like with his um, views album, a lot of people were saying, oh, well, he's appropriating Caribbean culture, blah, 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 Caribbean beats. But I'm like, I'm like, is he really? But I don't know. That's I, and, you know, that's a good thing that you bring that up, because mm-hmm. that was that was actually the second part of my argument is that mm-hmm. when it comes to that, um, when it comes to that, Drake <laughs> actually, um, you know, I feel like he does appropriate you know, different genres. I mean, look at look at Nice for What or Child's Play. Like that comes from, you know, New Orleans. Bound. New Orleans. You yep. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I feel like those communities are not credited enough. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I feel like Drake used it just, you know, as, as a gimmick, you know? Exactly. Because he you used know, nobody, the- nobody in fucking Compton was out there like, you know, you know, jamming New Orleans bounds. You know what I'm saying? Unless he was New Orleans. And then niggas from Baltimore claim New Orleans bounds. You know what I'm saying? Like they claim mm-hmm. bounce music, which is kind of crazy. I didn't I didn't know that Baltimore was a big hub for bounce music, you know, mm-hmm. until the whole Drake argument came up. Now, mm-hmm. would I have liked for him to credit, you know, those genres more, you know, pay their respects and stuff like that? to those artists of those genres of course you know um mm-hmm. especially especially the houston sound because let's not forget so far gone it definitely has a very houston like sound i mean november 18th um uptown mm-hmm. like those are going to be your two most prominent songs on that album that very much gives you the houston vibe you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. In, in that defense, I mean, Drake was a young artist. He was just coming on the scene. Not many people knew about him. I mean, I knew Drake before So Far Gone. I knew him, be, you know, in his comeback season, you know, times. And when he released, like, unreleased songs like Black Magic and shit. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I, you know, the, and when it comes to So Far Gone, I can say, okay, I can give you some leniency because you're just a new artist, you're experimenting, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. you have, then you have Lil Wayne, you know, under your belt, you know what I'm saying? Lil Wayne came out to you and mm-hmm. practically what's going to build Drake to be, you know, 
his holocracy, his competitor. They were supposed to have this big thing where it was going to be Lil Wayne versus Drake. Like that, that's what it was supposed to be built up to be. Well, we know that didn't happen because of Wayne's issue with Birdman and Cash Money and shit. And then Drake just absolutely exploding in the fall of Young Money, you know? Mm-hmm. But now, oh my gosh, Young Money, what a yeah, time! Like, yeah, what yeah, yeah. And then also with Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj. There's only like, been, in my opinion, there's only been three successful artists uh, that came out of that group, and it's Tiger, Nicki Minaj, and Drake. Like outside of that, did, like, did you remember the Young Money album? With, yeah, like, it was that. It's oh. <laughs> 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 just like. Uh, well, the only two songs I remember are like "Every Girl in the World" and what was that other one? Bedrock. Uh, Bedrock. Yeah, only two. I remember Bedrock. But and I gotta. And I gotta. Yeah. Girl, she bad. <laughs> I hate to see her go, but I love to watch her leave. Exactly. Oh, and past the Dutch. That was another one. That was another one. Past the Dutch. Can't, can't forget about that. Can't forget about that one. But um. Uh, but now, when it comes to, when it comes to Drake as an artist, I feel like Drake. If you're going to use, you know, you know, Caribbean, uh, you know, tunes or you know, sample that genre, you know, what I'm saying, you know, give credit where it's due. You know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. or exactly. or find or find some creative way to pay homage to it. I mean, let's look. I'm a, I'm a harp on Playboy Cardi again. Playboy Cardi in Whole Lot of Red, you know, has this very Dracula type feel. Like it has this very like sinister Transylvania type essence to it for a lot of the tracks. But they pay homage to like the SoundCloud rap era because at that time, like funk music was huge. You know what I'm saying? You know, Space Goes Purple is huge. Like, you know, art trippy red, like artists like that, they were they were cr- defining this like niche genre that you know people were going nuts about. You know what I'm saying? It, it was definitely well away from what the rap game is used to. So I miss Juice uh, World. I miss oh, yeah. everybody miss Juice World. Rest in peace, Juice World. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I feel like I feel like Drake, you're not you're not big enough to not pay homage to these genres. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, that, and that's my... Like the Bounce music too, because he uses like straight up samples from the songs and not many people know these songs and we're, what the meaning of it was is just for dance music and stuff like and, that. And so that, they're going to be, they're going to be hearing these songs like, oh, that's from Drake. It's like, no, it's not. <laughs> right, right, right. Now, let me... Continuing on, um, Drake, and that's a good thing that you bring up the sampling portion. Mm-hmm. Like, let's use Kanye West, for example. Kanye, Kanye West is known to sample big, big art, you know, big name artists, you know, Daft Punk, uh, Ray Charles, and shit. The, mm-hmm. the list goes on, you know, and mm-hmm. this is very much seen in all of his albums, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You can pick a song from, you know, College Dropout, you can pick a song from Jesus is King, you can pick a song from fucking um, The Life of Pablo and guarantee mm-hmm. you're going to find some element of sampling, but Kanye West has always been one 
to, you know, pay homage to that. When he when mm-hmm. he made stronger, he paid homage to Daft Punk for mm-hmm. the sample. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and if anything, he would collaborate with the artist. Like, uh, what was that one song he did? Um, um, heard him say. Yeah, and, uh, that was a Maroon Five sample, but he actually had Maroon Five in the music video, I believe, or exactly. something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you're not seeing that. You're not seeing that. You know, too often, and that brings up another thing. Like, you know, I call it. I call it the Travis Scott effect because, like, Travis Scott at a time wasn't actually um, put. Like, if you were featured on Travis Scott's from mm-hmm. song, he's in uh, Astroworld. There was a point where he actually didn't um put featuring blah 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 and i honestly think it's still like that you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like i didn't know like i'm a big don Tolliver fan but i didn't know don Tolliver was on can't say until you know somebody told me about that and i had researched it i didn't you know there's artists on the album that goes oh shit you know i know who that is like uh frank mm-hmm. ocean on carousel or mm-hmm. um uh, you know, I, I forgot who's uh, uh Yosemite, but you know, and they have on Yosemite, but they're not credit, they're not credit mm-hmm. for it, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, you're well, at least like on the song track, like they might yeah, be on the song, in, like on the yeah, song, they track. might be credited, like you know, within the album, but they're not, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's, it's, credit, it's credited on the album, but you know, nobody's sitting there looking at the credit, like going through all that work to go look at the you know the song credits on the album mm-hmm. whereas like you know if you see most artists they stick to the formula of a putting featuring blah 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 and like we've had mm-hmm. songs where it's been a bunch of niggas on there and every single nigga is listed on there i mean look at one train you know there's a bunch of them if you listen. look at older dj Khaled songs yeah oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like look at I'm, like look at out here grinding and like fucking welcome to my hood. Yeah. Like there are like seven niggas on them tracks. Like, seven niggas that always gonna answer. Welcome to my hood. Welcome, welcome to my, my hood. hood. If that's facts, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you do. You need to credit those artists because, like, somebody like me, I want to know more about you know particular artists on you know, said song or album and stuff, because I might be a first time listener. I might be a first time listener to the genre. I might be a first time listener to said artists, you know what I'm saying? So like, of course I want to branch out, you know what I'm saying? Travis Scott did that for Rodeo. You know, he, you know, it was kind of spotty for, um, you know, uh, what was the second, uh, his second album, like, I, for, I forgot, but I love the album, by the way. But sorry, Travis Scott. <laughs> and then Asheroad, no, isn't there. You know, I feel like it's very important that you pay homage to not, you know, the artist, but also like, you know, producer or like, you know, the genre that you're using to make these songs big. You know what I'm saying? I'm pretty, I am convinced that 97% of white Americans didn't know what New Orleans Bounce was until mm-hmm. Nice for White. And yeah. Jack play. Pretty much. And then they jumped mm-hmm. on they and then they jumped on fucking Instagram, started shaking their ass. And then the, and then the Kiki challenge. Yeah, and then the Kiki, Kiki challenge. You know what I'm saying? Or 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 the the right foot up, left the Tootsie slide and shit. The like, Tootsie slide, yeah. You know, God. which 
that's that's one thing I gotta give Drake credit where it's due. Drake is probably the most influential artist when it comes to creating a movement. That's true. I'm about to say something so outlandish, but you have to bear with me. Drake, the way Drake creates uh, movements is that of Adolf Hitler. What the fuck, nigga? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. <laughs> you worded that. Hear me out. Let a nigga explain. Yeah, let a nigga explain. I'll let you explain. I'll let you explain. But let me make this comment. You had so many different ways you could have worded it. I wanted to word it that way. You made a choice here. I did. I chose the violence. Okay. Let me explain. Let me Explain let me say yourself, that. You let me say I say that Adolf Hitler is the world's greatest communicator that has ever lived. Okay, he took a country that was torn down and rattled into pieces and made them fight against the planet. Drake, when it comes to creating fads, creating movements, creating words that neither was even in the English dictionary. Hyper, YOLO. That's all Drake. Niggas, niggas are still seeing YOLO in 2021. And that song came out in what, 2012? Who the fuck still says YOLO? It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. My point, my point is this. When, lost it comes, me. <laughs> when it comes to how Drake communicates people to start these trends, whether it be the Tootsie slide, whether it be nice what? God's plan. You know what I'm saying? Anytime Drake wanted his fans and even outsiders to do practically anything he wanted in reference to his song, he it has worked a hundred percent of the time. Name me one song where Drake has created a movement, a dance, a word, a phrase that it didn't work. Yeah, can't name anything that's that, like one it, of his singles. Yeah, and that's why I say but, like. But nigga, do not compare. No, I, I'm, com- <laughs> I'm comparing because because I I'm dead serious. Like you know, Hitler is, is the world's greatest communicator. Like you can't change my mind. Yeah, we're about to get banned. We're not getting banned. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I like the, I like the charisma. You know what I'm saying? They, oh my gosh, shut up. I mean, he's not wrong. <laughs> you know, history, I'm not wrong. I wouldn't be saying it. <laughs> history has made it very clear that unfortunately, Hitler was charismatic. He was also and Drake insane. is too. Drake is such a charismatic guy. Like, you could have said anybody. You could have said Trump. And we're, we're uh, no, 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 no. Because, because <laughs> it's one, like, a reason why I would Hitler not say Trump. Hitler has more punch than Trump. No, no, no. One, thing, one reason why I wouldn't say Trump is because Trump has a strong, Trump always had a strong opposition, okay? Like, when it comes, when it comes to Drake, what person is really, what person is really sitting there arguing Drake twin? Uh, trends. Who's sitting there arguing about Drake words? Like, what nigga in their right mind in 2012 will walk up to you and say, 
YOLO is a dumb fucking word, and you should stop. Oh, there are people that said that. Yeah, yeah. and the people that have said it have been proven wrong so aggressively that I'm convinced that they deleted their Twitters after that because <laughs> it exploded. It was everywhere. It was marketed everywhere. It was on every billboard. It was on every TV show. Fucking every kid was using YOLO. Even Ken Pop was using it. Okay, like, <laughs> like he has done the Ken Pop crossover. Yes, like Drake, as a rapper. Drake, yep. Drake is like it is undeniable. How he did the show. No, he Stop. never did collaborations of Kiss Bob. Stop. Okay, now he did collaborations of Kiss Bob, but that's a whole other level. Like, that's sad. Once you do collaborations of Kiss Bob, it's over for you. Your career is dead. You need to be stopped. <laughs> But you be stopped. Stop, you also need to be stopped talking. No, about <laughs> my point, my point is, <laughs> is that when it comes to the charisma in the last decade. There have been very few to rival that charisma. You know what I'm saying? And most of the time, the ones that are in that argument for who rivals Drake and charisma is in the GOAT conversation. We're talking about J. Cole and fucking Kendrick Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Travis Scott, I wouldn't put him in a... I wouldn't hold a candle with Travis Scott's name on it with... To a fucking candlelight vigil, and they were talking about who's the greatest between, you know, Drake, Kendrick Lamar, and J. Cole. No, I'm not bringing him there. Travis Scott is marketable. He's marketable, and he's plays good that, party music and show exactly. music. But, but that here's the thing: take away that autotune, he probably doesn't have shit. You know, and that's true. That's true. Drake has Drake has for the most part used his natural voice. Like, mm-hmm. like he he is. Insane. <laughs> okay. And he he actually took singing lessons. Like he actually like I remember hearing this interview of like he was talking about how he's singing one time, and people were like, "Yo, you actually were really bad at singing." He was like, "Okay, well I'll get vocal lessons." Yep. And he he's not the best singer, but he's better. Exactly. So he actually took critique, so I have to give him props for that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I I agree, and and you know that's a good point. Like subject matter and music are two different things. Like that's a very important part. Like, and I think that's something that Drake excels at. You know what I'm saying? Because Drake will not make a, he will not make a club song with the intent of it having a deeper meaning. You know what I'm saying? He will make a club song with people to dance in the club. He will make, you know, a, a fucking light skin in his feelings song <laughs> in order to get you in your feelings. You know what I'm saying? Marvin's was a prime example of that. Like, yeah. He like, literally had a song in my feelings. <laughs> yeah, in my feelings. You know what I'm saying? The in my feelings challenge. You would not make a song about locations and stuff without giving you an idea of like, you know, what it's like to be in those locations or paint a picture. You know what I'm saying? Like, and and then we could go into this debate, you know, for fucking hours because, like, we could talk about his wordplay. We could talk about his craftiness. You know what I'm saying? If you want to see Drake wordplay, I absolutely hate, I think More Life is Drake's worst album, but I think one of his catchiest songs in terms of the wordplay is Sacrifices by, you know, featuring 2 Chains and Young Thug because 
there's a point in the song he's referencing the number 21 and he said uh Kali just turned 21 at 21 seconds think about that there is no way this nigga was in the studio not scheming this shit like he's Skeletor okay <laughs> <laughs> like he dead ass had like made he he painted this picture about the number 21 just to end the verse 21 at 21 seconds. That's crazy. That's wild. He that he is dynamic, he is charismatic, like Drake is marketable. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, niggas niggas really wasn't fucking with owls until Drake came along. He's like, OVO, October's very old. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> he, he's uh he, I, I don't know what else I could say you know what I'm saying out of the personal stuff he definitely deserved it with the personal stuff if he's not number one he is definitely number two you know what I'm saying I feel like Drake has done so much for the music industry and you know for the rap game for the hip-hop game that it cannot go undiscussed like mm-hmm. it can't you can, you know what I'm saying. So, yeah, I I know I know I know the Hitler, um, uh, I know the Hitler thing was kind of was kind of extreme, <laughs> not? but but you know I just can't help but to think that like you know Drake's charisma in terms of how he references music and conveys is it, it definitely is close if not to the same level in my opinion, you know because. You know, let, I mean, let's look at J. Cole. You know what I'm saying? J. Cole is is uh is a very, you know, J. Cole is a very charismatic artist. I mean, look at how niggas were like flocking when he was like off season. Mm-hmm. Like, but when it comes to J. Cole, like there's always this constant rebuttal of the nostalgia. He's not as mm-hmm. good as what he was for Born Center. You know, he's not as good as what he was with Forest Hill Drive. You know what I'm saying? His last two albums were too conscious. He has become a conscious artist. What are people really saying about Drake, though? Like, what are you... He sings too much? Okay, there's there's women for that. <laughs> like, you know also, what I'm saying? have you not seen Post Malone's career? Exactly. Post Malone went from is, rapping to singing. Like he went from like rap to pop within and, like a year. Span. And I'm fully okay with it. Like and circles Post Malone is number ten. Such a I'm good fine song. With it too. I'm yeah. honestly fine from him. I love genre. circles. Post Malone fucking, um, is a fucking list. banger. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Post Malone. I'm fine with him list. switching genres. Like honestly, with Post Malone, like I mean, I was fine with his rap career too. But I was just like, he's fine with this, like kind of like a pop rock type of genre yeah know? yeah yeah and he was a metal that's true post malone was a metal artist like that's crazy so so post malone has versatility to mm-hmm. close to close the drake to close the drake conversation out um honestly like fucking kidding me <laughs> he he's just he's just you know he deserves it you know i honestly think this is a win for the black community you know because it's a win for the light skin community. Oh, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. It's a win for the, the biracial people in Canada. 
But in closing, like Drake, you know, I gotta give the man his props because like that meant, you know, no matter what you say about Drake, positive or negative, like that man deserve, you know, he deserves it and whatnot. The numbers don't lie. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, he he's an icon around the world. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody knows Drake. You could be from Czechoslovakia and you'll know Drake. Mm-hmm. Bro, it's getting late though. Yeah. I'm just thinking, like, I think we should save our last topic for next week and we'll, go straight to comics. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save it for next week and whatnot. Let's go ahead and jump, jump into jump into these comments and whatnot i'm not going to talk about my uh mic malfunctions <laughs> but, but uh but you know uh walter bring up a point um he actually states like he can't imagine like the stuff that people see when it comes to like reviewing content for facebook and shit like that and i'm like bro i know like I know they see some some crazy shit. Like I think the only place that's like not really modded like that, like to that extreme, is like Reddit. Because yeah, yeah, true. Reddit, this is I, a crazy shit on Reddit. Yeah, I've seen some crazy shit on Reddit. You know, and, and Twitter too. Like Twitter is kind of wild for that shit. Yeah, too. yeah, Twitter's kind of wild. I I agree. By the way, hey Walter, <laughs> uh, um, Hash Brown Twin Justin says that beat though. Hey. <laughs> welcome to sauce talks we we serve bangers you know three times an episode which the third time is coming <laughs> um also pitbull is trash i think you're all inconsistent about that yeah it's tra- <laughs> yeah i mean he's good at what he does which is like party music and he's like whatever like it's like movie music when you want to get drunk or like yeah. you're high school and you have nothing better to do but to listen to this shit exactly <laughs> Ooh, Beef Supreme, which, uh, hello, Eric. Nice to meet you, man. It's been a long time. Um, uh, he said, I didn't know that Post Malone auditioned to be um, asking Alexandria's lead. That's fucking That's wild. I didn't. I didn't. That's crazy. Like, you know, same guy that made White Iverson. Like, <laughs> I still like that song. I'm not That's such a good song. I still- That's a great song. I like that one. I also like Deja Vu too. That one's good. You know, even if, even though it's featuring Justin Bieber, Bieber, it's like decent. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, 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 I totally, I totally agree. Like, you remember mm-hmm. Beauty and a Beat? <laughs> oh God, no! Don't remind me of that song. Beauty <laughs> and a Beat. No, I'm kidding. I- no, it's not. I don't like this. <laughs> It's a stupid Justin Bieber, a Bieber song. Why does he keep singing Bieber? Justin Bieber song. And Matt, and Matt, you know, I actually hate Justin Bieber. I still do. Let, let's say that for another night. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, it's, it's really time to go. <laughs> the loudest I have ever heard the music from your ass. I actually didn't have it prepared. To be honest. It was like it was like, hey, you wanna you wanna leave the show? Let's go ahead and blast your ears. <laughs> Not. So, uh, thank you for uh, tuning in to another episode of the Sauce Talks. You know, um, this one was a very little... musical episode of the very Sauce Talks. Very musical episode. We started with Nickelback. <laughs> Look at this photograph! <laughs> Every time I do, it makes me laugh. 
I hope we don't get copyrighted. <laughs> we're not that good. We're, we're not, we're not that good at anything. <laughs> I mean, you're right, but we're you didn't good. have to we're say We're good anything. at yelling and saying, we, you know, kind of absurd stuff. Kind of. Okay, y'all gonna leave me alone about the hill today. <laughs> 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 okay, if you like, if you, you know, enjoyed. You know. You've you been a ghost cancel again. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> if you enjoyed the content, go ahead and give us a follow on the socials. You know, Instagram at the Sauce Talks, TikTok at the Sauce Talks, and you know, Twitter Sauce Talks Pod. And then, like I said, we have our Patreon. Come check us out. My job is still coming. We want a pizza party. We want a pizza party. Okay. And we also want a sauce daddy. So please wear a sauce daddy. Yeah, 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 yeah. There may or may not be feet picks. Yeah, they're definitely gonna. <laughs> they're gonna be feet picks. They or may not be up from a person. Some... <laughs> it's gonna be feet picks of some sort. It might be a dog, it might be a cat, it might be a human, but not ours. You know, hey, if you get Toby, you be. better appreciate it. Hey, you better... on game, I might act like if the first person that do that, I'm gonna I'm draw like a family on my feet. I'm gonna like put eyes and like a smile on my, like each one of my toes and whatnot. Give a little persona. You know what I'm saying? Sorry. <laughs> okay, this is got weird. <laughs> so yeah, go ahead and join the Patreon. It only costs you a dollar and whatnot. We have updates to the show and then we have a lot of goodies and stuff like that for all you fine folks. Next week, we'll be back at our, you know, our usual time. So, uh, you know, we'll go ahead and close this out. And uh, keep it saucy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like how you spun like a supervillain. <laughs> oh, God, he's gone full skeleton. Okay, no. <laughs> Y'all have a good night. Peace. Deuces. <laughs>